What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram. It's Heroes for Sale. You can also follow me on TikTok, Heroes for Sale. If you go to the Instagram link in, no, if you go to the, the link in my Instagram bio, you can find where I am on all my platforms. So on this episode, I don't even know where to start. There has been some insane news. We, the sports card world has been on TMZ. Uh, we had a story about a storage locker and these two stories are absolutely blowing my mind like and it's crazy that both of these stories came out at the same time uh because like if one of these stories came out you would say that's insane both of them came out in the same week so if you haven't heard about these stories the first one i'll talk about is the storage locker apparently there was a group of people who bought a storage locker for a thousand dollars And they were kind of going through it. And what do you know? They found seven boxes of (laughs) 86, 87 Fleer unopened. So if you don't know, these boxes contain probably the best basket. This is probably the 86, 87 Fleer is probably the best basketball set there is. Like it's got the Jordan rookie. It's got the, um, I think it's got the, uh, the Jordan is basically the big card. And hold on, I'm actually, uh, it's got the Carl, I think it's Carl Malone, it's got the Charles Barkley rookie, it's got the, it got Kim Olajuwon, it's got Dr. J. I mean, look, it is a, it's, it's one of the best sets. It, it's honestly one of the best sets there is in basketball you can own. And these boxes, unopened, which is absolutely insane, they're cra- not, not cracked, these boxes go for $84,000 because apparently each of the boxes has four Jordan rookies in them. And I think that's just based off of numbers that they've said, uh, based off of people that have opened these boxes, but $84,000 for these boxes. And I mean, if you're, I mean, if I'm these guys, I'm just, I'm out of the game. I'm retiring from, <laughs> from a storage locker units buying, because like at this point you turned, you, I mean, you turned a one thousand dollar investment into, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm doing, I'm gonna do really bad at math here, but like, let's see, so eighty four thousand dollars times, times. Actually, I have a calculator on my phone, so I should just do that. And I real realistically, I should have just been doing this from the beginning instead of showing how bad I am at math. Uh, eighty four thousand. Oops, eighty four thousand times seven. Uh, oh, just a just a casual half a million dollars, five hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. They basically made off of a one thousand dollar investment. I mean, that is. I mean, if you're a guy doing this, or you're somebody that's your job, like that, you hit the mother load if you find these cards. So the eighty-six Fleer Jordan, it ranges in prices. I mean, the PSA ten is roughly around forty k. Just a quick forty k, you know, just casual, just. Oh, here's 40K. I'll take that PSA 10 Jordan. You know, <laughs> there was a lot of six Jordans, PSA 10, that sold for $250,000 a couple weeks ago. Uh, it had like $300 shipping, which I would imagine that's paying for the uh, the plane ticket for someone to come and drop these cards off because there's no way in hell that I'm putting those cards in the mail. I mean, I'm sure there's been stuff that's sold for roughly that price that people have put in the mail, but you know, if I'm that person, I'm not doing it. There's no way, no way in hell that I'm putting $250,000 worth of something that could fit into a, uh, a bubble mailer 
into the mail, and especially with the mail. There's just no way. Absolutely not. So it's pro- that the, it was $300 for the shipping, so I'm imagining that was going to be the plane ticket. Uh, but either way, I mean, insane. Like, so if I'm those guys, I'm just selling the boxes because, honestly, it, I feel like the chances are much better the chances that you're going to find, so that means if, if roughly, like they said, if there's four Jordans coming out of here, um, and one of the Jordans, which if you, you know, actually, maybe now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. Because, like, if you're pulling a Barkley, which, I mean, if there's four Jordans, that means there's probably four of all the other players as well. So, I don't know the prices of all the rest of the players, but like I said, the set itself is just loaded. So, like, if you, and granted, I don't know if, I don't know what the chances are that they're pulling PSA 10s out of these sets. I mean, it's an unopened box, so in theory, these cards should be in really good condition. They're also, like, 30 years old at this point, and who knows, like, who knows what happened in that storage locker if, like, they were held in good condition or if, like, it was, like, a damp storage locker. Like, I mean, like I said, who really knows? So I'm going back and I'm trying to find... I know I made a post on Instagram about all the cards that come in that 86 Fleer set, and I'm trying to find find the post. I think it was from over the summer, so I'm, like, going back kind of far trying to find it just because, I mean, like I said, there's, like, eight Hall of Famers that are coming out of that set. Uh, it's absolutely insane. So, hold on. Bear with me for two seconds. Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to find it, but whatever. So, those cards, I mean, absolutely insane. Like, I'm probably... If I put a thousand dollars and I'm now getting five hundred thousand dollars back, I think I'll take that rather than potentially getting the Jordans uh, or any of the other cards because it's like I think the PSA nine still is like in the twenty five range, but still, it's like I I'm just gonna take the money. Like if <coughs> especially with that low of an investment, if you're getting that return, absolutely just bonkers. Like doesn't even doesn't even make sense. Like. And I think so. Golden Auctions, I think they did a story on them. So I don't know if it's coming out soon or if they did a video, but like Golden Auctions is having themselves a week in the news, realistically, because the other story, and I'm going to transition to the second part here, uh, if you couldn't tell, the other story is the one of one LeBron James Michael Jordan Logo Man card. And if you are listening to this, I don't know when, which date's going to come out, but like you probably have seen the story. Sold for $900,000. Becomes the most expensive modern-day sports card of all time. Or not old, modern-day card. Yeah, most expensive modern-day card. I guess it would be of all time. Before, that was the Mike Trout that sold for $400,000. I don't know when they categorize where they categorize like i know vintage is pre-1970 so i don't know modern day cars i don't know if they uh i'm not sure where they would say modern i guess it must be 2000 probably would be would be when they would categorize it as modern um but still i mean absolutely just insane it's the most expensive basketball card of all time so like that's not even in question but like most expensive (laughs) it just it's so insane to even think that somebody and so and the the awesome part about this card, and I've said this in the past, social media is so awesome because for sports card collectors, we get to see where these cards and who owns them now. So the collector of that card also owns from that same set the uh, MJ Kobe card 
Now I'm going to my Instagram because I saved the post and I want to make sure I'm shouting out the person because they own both of these cards and they are going to get the shout out they deserve. So it's uh, Nats Turner card. Nats Turner underscore cards owns the owns the Kobe or owns the Kobe MJ and now also owns the the LeBron MJ or the Le- yeah the LeBron MJ. So wh- I mean, what makes this card so expensive? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Because it's from it's from LeBron's rookie year, so it's a 2003 upper deck. Um, I'm looking at the card now. It's a 2003 exquisite collection. Actually, shoot, is that the right one? No, that's the that's the other one. Yeah, 2003 2004 exquisite collection, all NBA access press patches. So they're two logo man patches. So I don't know if they're game worn or what the deal is there, but like. I mean, an MJ LeBron card, that's insane. And $900,000, you know, I was talking with someone at my work about the Kobe card. And, you know, now that we've gotten a little bit past, I think it's okay to talk about Kobe cards because I think, you know, I'm probably eventually going to sell my Kobe's. Like, maybe once he gets to the Hall of Fame, I'll be all right. I'll feel fine selling them because that's when I planned on selling them. Uh, but like that card, the person probably like, cause I was talking to somebody at work about what the price of that card is. And I was like, it's gotta be like 500 K if I had to guess. And I'd say before everything that happened, it was probably in the 200 to 300 range. But like now with like, obviously what happened, I mean, there's gotta be other LeBron MJ Kobe cards. If I had to guess, I bet you there's probably Kobe MJ autographs too. But like I said, this is all, that's a one of one. That's a one of one logo man. So that that card is now probably in the 5 to 600 range where the I mean the LeBron it is it just doesn't even make sense. It's so insane that like it's so and it's also crazy because like you see these two stories and I don't know like this almost feels like a moment that could and I've talked, I don't know if I've talked about this in the past, but I've always been, I've been wondering, is our sports cards going to have a, um, a Pokemon Go type moment where it's just like people within the community knew Pokemon, they were excited about it. And then it came out and it just like, it blew the minds of everybody in the mainstream and it became like ginormous and like everybody and your mother knew they were downloading this app and playing it. And now every, now they, the government all has pictures of of the inside of your house as well, by the way. So, cause that's what everybody, that's what the government did with that app. Uh, because they, cause you were just taking pictures of inside of your houses. That's a, but that's a conspiracy theory. So don't take that. Don't take my word on that one, but just think, if you think about it, like what, how, how it would be so easy to do that regardless, either way. That happened with Pokemon Go, and it blew up. And Pokemon, I don't know if it had a resurgence because I said I would think it's still fairly. It was fairly popular back then, even before the app. But like, if you were someone, and this is sort of, I think Gary V has talked about this in the past. Like, if you were someone who was writing a Pokemon blog, you probably like you, it. Probably blew up at after that. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with sports cards, but like, I mean TMZ wrote TMZ sports wrote an article about this card. So I hope it's so I sort of hope it happens where like it becomes like, cause I've seen 
with my own two eyes. Like I've seen more people get into the card game and more people into kind of just cards in general and like talking about cards and like people even outside of the card world talking about cards, like people who are like flip people like, um, now I'm going to go look up this person on Instagram because I want to make sure I get their, their, um, so there's first there's American arbitrage, which is a account on Instagram as well as TikTok that I follow that I interact with all the time. Uh, he's super cool. He does, uh, crazy, like he'll go to like, um, thrift stores and like targets and all these places and flip stuff. Super cool. But then there's also, uh, Mike, uh, Car Carlucci, I think underscore. So he's on TikTok as well, and you probably have seen him. He has like thirty, around thirty or forty thousand on TikTok. He's gotten into cards. He's in the Discord with uh, For Life Trading Cards, which we just did our first episode of the Heroes for Life podcast. Uh, that sh- if you're listening to this now, that episode is up for sure. Uh, I definitely suggest checking that out. We were answering questions on Instagram Live. I think we're gonna try and do it once a week. I'm pretty sure that's what we talked about. Uh, I am. I sometimes have trouble committing to stuff, and if you're any, if any of my friends are listening, they know that for sure. So I'm, I am going to try to make sure that I don't mess this up because I know that there's a possibility that it could be my fault that we don't do an episode one week, uh, for whatever reason. So I'm going to try to not make sure that doesn't happen. But so regardless, this could be the Pokemon Go moment for sports cards. And the article just came out today, so I don't know how much real realistically I don't know how much traction it's kind of gotten. Actually, let me go to the TMZ tweet and see if I can. I'm gonna pull up the TMZ tweet and see. Oops, why is it doing that? Go back, TMZ uh, at TMZ. Well, I mean TMZ Sports was the one that posted it. This is gonna take forever because TMZ posts ten to fifteen to twenty articles a day. So let's see. I don't even really want to look, but. Regardless, TMZ, like I said, they're tweeting about it. They wrote a whole article about it, and it's it could be it could be like one of the moments that changes the course of people who are kind of doing content. I hope it does at least. I mean, this is kind of the this is kind of what I've been hoping for. I mean, something for it to really get into the mainstream and for people to start talking about sports cards that maybe just didn't have any idea. I mean, the the for for people to look at that number, the $900,000 number, it's it blows my mind and I'm in the card world. I'm that's my like basically my full-time job outside of my full-time job. And that number blows my mind. So it's got to be like for someone who doesn't buy sports cards or doesn't know anything about it, that's got to just that just it's got to make no sense. Like it and for me, that makes sense, it, but it still blows my mind. But, like, for someone who doesn't know, that's going to be, like, the craziest thing ever. Like, because when you see these, like, crazy athletes get, like, these insane contracts, even the people who are in sports are like, it's insane. And that's sort of how I feel about <laughs> this card. It's just insane. Now, what's next? Um, you know, you had two – you had a Brady card – a uh, 2001 Contenders Refractor number to 100 that sold for, I believe that was 400, it was either, f- no, I think it was 400K, I'm pretty sure, because there was also another Brady, uh, PS. there was a Brady PSA 10 Contenders Auto that sold for 250, and then there was a Jordan uh, 97 Metal 
PSA 10 that sold for 350. Yeah, so the Brady card was I think it was exactly it was 100, it was $401,000, I'm pretty sure that's what it was or $400,001 something like that. Uh but now I mean are we going to is there going to be a basketball card that reaches a million? I'd say this card one day will probably be I mean it's got to be at least a million. Like it's going to like if someone Someone buying this, I don't know if they're investing or if it's for, like, a personal collection. Like, because these sports cards, like, these expensive, rare sports cards are basically, it's basically just art. And that's one thing that kind of drew me into sports sports cards was that it was like art. So, like, someone buying this is basically buying, like, a Basquiat painting or, like, a Shepard Fairey piece or, like, uh, a Banksy piece. This is, but it's for sports. So it's like, that's another reason why I think we're going to see some of these high end cards just continue to grow because what people will want to do is they're going to turn these expensive sports cards into a piece of art. So, like, I don't know if Jay Z or someone like is like, I want to buy a sports card because like he's in the sports game. So, like, re- I'd say the sports cards are probably on his radar a little bit. Now, I don't know if he's. I'd say sports cards are probably on his radar. I don't know if he's buying them. And obviously it wasn't like a celebrity that bought this card, but I could see that happening in the future. And I think once a, once like Vegas, Vegas Dave, I would consider like, he's like a, he's a celebrity. He's like a C list celebrity. Like he's famous on Instagram and he was the one that bought the $400 or $400,000 Mike Trout, uh, super fractor auto, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know who, what type of celebrity is going to have to get into the sports cards. It's going to have to be someone that really, it's got to be like a Leonardo DiCaprio type or like a, for there to be like any type of growth from a celebrity buying a sports card, basically. Like, it's going to have to be in the, because we've already seen the, um, the PSA 9 uh, Mickey Mantle 52 Tops card, that sold for $2.8 million in 2018. I think uh, Evan Mathis was former football player, bought it. I'm pretty sure he might have sold it. I don't know if he still owns the card, but, like, that card sold for $2.8 million, and I wouldn't... I mean, it's just crazy. Like, a LeBron MJ card. There's got to be tons of them, but, like, I feel like there can't be that many, like, one-of-one logo mans like this. Like, this... I don't know if it's one-of-a-kind in terms of a one of like a logo man for a dual logo man. But like, I can't imagine there's more than five of these. Like I can't, I, I would, and I'm not talking about, cause this specific card is a one of one, but I'm saying in general, I can't imagine there's more than five to 10 LeBron one of one logo man cards with Jordan at least, because it just seems like, cause especially because now that they're both, they're both have, I think exclusives with upper deck. So like, Upper Deck isn't just putting out these cards all the time, but Upper Deck is the only company that hypothetically would. Also, the fact that LeBron... Actually, let me look at the card really quickly because now I'm not sure if the LeBron card has... um, I'm not sure if the LeBron card has a logo on there because if it does, that would make the card even more rare because LeBron doesn't just... He doesn't have, actually, so let's see. So, I mean, it is the NBA logo there. Oh, it does have the Cavaliers logo and the Bulls logo. So, I don't know if those are owned by, they're obviously owned by the NBA, but I don't know if, like, that means that you can't have those with LeBron and Jordan now because of their upper deck contracts. Either way, this is extremely exciting news. 
Um, but that's going to be it. Quick, sort of quick podcast. I mean, I just want to get a couple topics out. I feel like I talk to, I'll probably hopefully talk about these in the future. Like if this card sells for a million dollars or $2 million something, we'll see. So that's going to be it for the episode, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed. It's Heroes for Sale. Basically, if you just type in Heroes for Sale anywhere, you should be able to find all the stuff all over the internet. Maybe not on Twitter. On Twitter, you're going to have to search uh, A. Palmer Designs, uh, or A. Palmer Media. And then on LinkedIn, I guess you could search Heroes for Sale because I probably have done something with that. But either way, if you wanted to support the podcast in any way, if you post it on your story... That would be amazing. I would love for you to do that. I mean, if if we can get, if even half of the people that listen to this podcast <laughs> post on their story, or if told their friend about the podcast, you know, we wouldn't be doubling. We we grow the audience, and I mean, I think that's what I think we all really want. That, or maybe I just do, but I I do, and I hope that you do as well. But that's gonna be it for the episode, everybody. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.